When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, 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 it's Eric Adams, a swagger man with no plan, has decided to rip a page out of Mike Bloomberg's uh, playbook, which was pretend you ride the subway. What Michael Bloomberg would do most mornings, he'd leave his trendy townhouse at 79th Street. By the way, across from the Iraqi mission where Saddam Hussein had his agents lure people who had been unfavorable to Saddam and said, guess what? We welcome you back. Come to our consulate and then take them in the basement and torture them. And Michael Bloomberg said he never heard that right across the street. But anyway, I digress. So Michael Bloomberg, who never rode the subway in his life, wanted to pretend that he was a mayor who cared about the strap hangers. So he would have his 10 police entourage, two SUVs, drive him to 59th Street, Lexington, and he would descend down the steps underneath Bloomingdale's and then take the number four train to 42nd Street, 14th Street, the Express, and then City Hall, and give people the impression that he was riding the trains almost every day. Eric Adams, the swagger man with no plan. Remember, his first day, January 1st, after he had been inaugurated, the night before, when the ball dropped in Times Square and he dedicated, remember, the picture of his mother. Enough already with the mother's picture. And he decided to get on Kosciuszko Street, the J train, by himself. No police security, no intel with him, only reporters. And remember, he looked down in the streets right outside the Mickey D's at Kosciuszko, not Kosciuszko Street, you Gavons, it's Kosciuszko. That's the way you pronounce it in Polish. And he saw three Hispanic guys fighting and tussling, and he called 911. And then he complained they didn't get there fast enough. Well, you notice, in his Ferragamo shoes and his $5,000 suit, he wasn't going to run down there and break it up. And by the way, when he was a cop for 22 years, he never did that. He was a house mouse. But I digress. So he took the J train to the City Hall station. And along the way, he came across an emotionally disturbed guy who was acting up. A homeless guy who was laying on the seats. And a drunk guy who had not yet sobered up from the New Year's Eve celebration welcoming in the first year. And he said, this is going to be my priority. I was a transit cop for 10 of the 22 years I was a cop. What happened? Everything went down, 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 down. More crime, more crime, more crime. Pushing, shoving, slashing, shootings, beatings, gang attacks, stranger danger attacks. It's worse than it has been in any one month of the eight years of Comrade Bill de Blasio, the part-time mayor, the dope from Park Slope, who single-handedly destroyed the city that we love. And Eric Adams is destroying it even more. So now his philosophy I'm going to show I'm going to show the working class people that I'm one of them. So he was on the sixth train. He had a laptop. He had his earbuds in. And he had his power train. 
And yet just the day before on Channel 5, he said, hey, don't be looking at your laptop. Don't be looking at your cell phone. Take the earbuds out. So once again, it's an elected official who says, do as I say, not as I do. Hey, Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan. You're a fake, phony, fraudulent fugazi. So they say that Chi-Town is the radiest city of all. The Windy City, the city of, wait a second, can I say it anymore, Kanye West? Nope, Yeezy, nope, Yee, nope. Southside, remember? Nope, nope, ban, ban, ban. But we're talking about rats now, not the two-legged rats, the four-legged rats. So they claim that Chi-Town has the most rats. First off, have you been down in the subway of late? or ridden the CTA in Chicago, which is their equivalent of the subway. I have guardian angels who do both. In Chicago, they ride the CTA. And in New York, we ride the subways. I've been on the CTA many times. I've never seen a rat on the CTA. I'm not suggesting they're not there. But that's generally where the rats go, especially in the wintertime. Chicago has not yet experienced global warming and climate change. When it's winter there, It feels like 40 degrees below zero wind chill factor because the cold winds come off Lake Michigan. Rats, when it's cold like that, would go right into the subway tunnels. Never saw them in all the times I was there. So I dispute these facts. Number two, there's no doubt. South side, west side, a lot of rats. By the way, number of uh, two-legged rats who eat the Parmesan cheese and give up their homies. But that's not the rats we're talking about. To Chicago's credit, they acknowledged they had an extreme rat problem. They said by pumping pesticides into the soil, all it did was immunize the rats and turn them into super rats because now you got to get stronger chemicals. They tried the dry ice in the lairs. That didn't work. They tried every conceivable thing, including the glue wrap traps, which are unconscionable, but they had no impact. What they're now doing now, very smart, is Chi-Town. I mean, they're lousy when it comes to crime, carjackings, gangs, everything like that. But Mayor Lightfoot actually had sent out an advisory to shelters all throughout the Midwest, from Detroit to Minneapolis to St. Louis, all throughout the Midwest to Cincinnati, asking that if they had feral cats in their shelters, Chicago would buy them up. And they've actually set up colonies of feral cats and they've had a drop in the number of rats because their natural predator are the feral cats. Feral cats cannot live indoors. They were raised outdoors. They'll always be outdoors. By the way, rats are nocturnal. Cats are nocturnal. Generally, the rats come out between 10 at night and 4 in the morning and that's when the cats come to life. So Chicago has learned, use Mother Nature's way of dealing with rat, rodent, and mice problems. Have feral cats out there. These are colonies. Generally, older women will take care of the feral cats. All they got to do is give them a little food, give them a little water, provide a little bit of a, a little house for them, especially in the winter, and they're not going anywhere. They'll stay wherever they're fed, wherever they get water, and they will prevent rats. Now, average female rat, will have about five, six litters a year. That's about eight to 12 little rats. Start doing the numbers. When the rat, female rat who is pregnant, smells a cat in the vicinity, 
they naturally abort the rats that they're carrying because they're terrified of the feral cats. So let's use Mother Nature. Chicago's doing the right thing. New York, (laughs) soon we will become the rat capital of the world, both the four-legged rats, and we're already the capital with two-legged rats who eat the Parmesan cheese and rat out others in crime. Ah, boy. This is uh, a disaster waiting to happen. Each day, President Joe Biden degrades more and more and more and more. Yesterday, while at the White House, he had a ceremony that benefited the Indian peoples. No, no, not Native Indians, people from Southeast Asia, especially India and those who traveled around the world. It's called Diwali. And as you remember, Camelia Harris, when she was running for the presidency of the United States, U.S. Senator, said that her father was from Jamaica, he was Indian, and her mother was from Jamaica, she was black. So she's the product of a family that was part Indian. So Diwali was important to her family. They actually celebrated it each year. So the president is celebrating Diwali for the nation, and he points out how, oh, happy birthday, happy birthday, Vice, Vice President Harris, right? Right, Vice President, no, President Harris. This is like the sixth time he's referred to Harris as President Harris. Maybe it's fortuitous. Maybe he's thinking of the 25th Amendment because he's so lost in his lack of thought that he is on the verge, I think if he were to subscribe to a cognitive test, might even be described by the doctors who surround the president or at Army uh, Reed Naval Hospital that he is showing the first signs of dementia and Alzheimer's, but he won't do that. So I would say now every day there's another faux pas. Yesterday after the Diwali ceremony, which was in uh, the Rose Garden, he walked out in a different direction. He had to be led back into the White House. Increasingly, he reminds people of their uncles, their crazy uncles, who remember you would have to invite over for Thanksgiving or Christmas or Hanukkah or whatever festivity you were having. And then you realized how really demented they were, how dementia had really taken its toll. So the problem here is, if all of a sudden the 25th Amendment to the Constitution is um, triggered and Joe Biden is removed because he is definitely degraded, every day the world sees he's degraded, which puts us in a precarious position because world leaders think they can now take advantage of us. If he is removed... That means President Harris fulfills that role of being president when she wasn't president. And all she does is (laughs) giggles away to the vice presidency at her residence, the Naval Observatory, with her husband. So pick your poison. Another two years of Joe Biden? I don't know if he can make it. It's really Joe Biden who would be the president. Or the final two years of (laughs) Giggles Harris, which would then mean that Nancy Pelosi, speaker now, might move up until January 1st. Oh, I don't know, man. She's got as bad a condition of uh, dementia and Alzheimer's as the president of the United States. So basically what I'm saying is out with the old, in with the new, 
when it comes to Biden and Pelosi, but the new might mean Harris, and that's double trouble too. Boy, what a dilemma we've got. Whoa, 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 whoa. It's National Greasy Food Day. This is the kind of stuff that you get rushed to the ER, the ICU for. It clogs up your arteries. It gives you high blood pressure. It causes cardiac arrest. But Americans can't get enough of it. And what is the number one greasy food? Ah, French fries. No doubt about it. Raises your blood pressure, skyrockets, especially when you put the salt on it. But I want to talk about the greasy food that is most consumed in the United States. Not pork. It's not bologna. It's not bacon, although they're competitors. It's chicken. Chicken. And then the real greasy spots to buy chicken. Low budget. Generally now owned and operated by Afghan families who survived the war and somehow made it here to the United States. Crown. Kansas, not Kentucky, Crown, Kansas, and Kennedy fried chicken. Normally in the hood, and they'll also offer halal because of the growing Muslim population. But everything is fried, 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 deep-basted. You look in the vats, and the oil is black. They don't even change it. It's supposed to actually... Change the oil every few days. They don't. It's the same freaking oil. And oh my God, when you order that fried chicken, especially from Kansas Kennedy Crown, I mean, that's murdered chicken. You're going to die early. But the top brands, right? Kentucky Fried Chicken Extra Crispy. Oh man, that's all it is. It's the crisp, ain't even chicken. And then, of course, you got Popeyes. You got so many brands of greasy, finger-licking-good chicken, right? And yet, I would say to you that most Americans who end up with heart conditions, clogged arteries, high blood pressure, it's as a result of eating this greasy spoon chicken. It is a nemesis to society. It's been that way for years. And in fact, chicken now is replacing burgers and dirty water hot dogs. More people are eating chicken, fried chicken, than they are Big Macs or Whoppers. More people are eating fried chicken in all of its varieties than they are eating dirty water hot dogs. I'm not suggesting that dirty water hot dogs are good for you. They're not. Or Macs, or Quarter Pounders with cheese, or Whoppers. But the greasy fried chicken leads to the death in so many communities. Mostly people of color, blacks, Hispanics, and they fry so much. But then again, also, with the Asians, right? They love frying. You go to a fast food Chinese restaurant, you see the wok, what are they doing? They're throwing the oil in there, they're frying, frying. Fried rice, fried pork, fry everything. And fried foods will probably take a good 10 years off of your life. You feel the heartburn. You feel the indigestion. You feel it clogging your arteries. You feel your heart going kaboom, kaboom, kaboom. And the next thing you know, you're on high blood medication, high blood pressure medication. So do yourselves a solid. The older you get, knock off the fried foods. And definitely, if it were your last meal and you hadn't eaten in a month of Sundays, 
never eat crown fried chicken, Kennedy fried chicken, and believe it or not, the Kennedy family out in Martha's Vineyard does not have the piece of that action. And Kansas fried chicken. No, no, no. Dorothy did not click her heels in the Wizard of Oz wishing to have a barrel of Kansas chicken. That's murder chicken.